0: Hey, Fempreneurs, Lindsay Berry here, founder of YYC Fempreneurs and the free six-week marketing school for women. So happy to have you here on the podcast. You're going to love this episode. This is an episode that I recorded with um, my friend Linnea, who I met at Youth Group. She's a youth leader, as I am, at our church youth group. Um, She has an incredible story of turning her challenges, her health challenges into a business. She has, um, she's overcome some pretty big stuff and she has some really great advice. And I know this story is going to inspire you. And if you're someone who's sitting in... (laughs) Um, social distancing, confinement. I don't even know what all the right buzzwords are to call the situation we're in right now. But if you're sitting at home with a little too much time in your hands, trust me, investing the next hour and listening to this is going to benefit you greatly. You're going to come up with some cool ideas. You're going to be able to put a positive spin on some of the stuff that's maybe going on in your head right now. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to sharing Linnea with you. So enjoy this episode. The reason why I'm really excited, so many reasons why I'm really excited to be interviewing you today, but probably the biggest one is that since I've met you at youth group about a year ago, mm-hmm. I've watched you do so many hard things and learn more about you that just make me really respect you. And I think you have a lot of wisdom for such a young person. Um, and then when I started to learn more about your journey through you know, being you know, part of a missionary family, in the Ukraine Mm -hmm. and then coming to Canada and learning about the challenges you faced with, you know, completely changing your diet and how that affected your whole body and your mind and everything and how you had to figure that all out. Like that, that, it's just a story I'd really love for you to share along with the fact that you've turned all of that into a business recently. So yeah. So start from like as far back as you, as you can, maybe tell us a little bit about the business you just started and then, and then work back from there.
1: Cool. Yeah, I can do that. So recently, uh, what I started doing is I became a nutrition coach and I started a business called Flourish You Nutrition. um, Just nutrition coaching specifically for the purpose of I want to help other women who are really struggling with their bodies and how they feel about food and whose predominant mental state is depression, stress, and anxiety, because that's kind of my background and what I've come out of and um, what a lot of my uh, friends and peers that I've had around me, I've watched them struggle with this. And I know that in our current North American world today, um, people, like the rates of anxiety, depression, and other mental disorders are just skyrocketing and death by suicide is starting to be more of an issue than people dying from cancer. And that is, that's terrifying and that's not okay. And I want to make a difference
0: with that. Yeah. So cool. And where did that start? Like, I mean, probably didn't start back when you were a little girl, but like, where were you born? And, you know, you guys, you were born in Canada, and then your family went over to the Ukraine to work in missions. Right? Yeah,
1: so we moved to Ukraine when I was about two and a half years old. Okay, so that is where I grew up for eighteen years. That's home for me, mm-hmm. and I still terribly miss it, and I miss the culture. Mm. That was a very interesting um, time in my life. I definitely grew up a lot um, faster. I was I'm the oldest in my mm-hmm. family. I've got two younger siblings. Um, And we went through a lot of challenges together as a family. Um, Yeah, my parents were missionaries, so I've always been, like, part of the church and grew up kind of knowing about God and and faith stuff. And it wasn't, though, until I was 18, though, that I really started making that faith my own. But how I got there (laughs) um, was very interesting. So... Part of living as a missionary kid or as any what we call third culture kid. So that would be uh, a child who predominantly grows up in a certain culture, but it's not the culture of their parents. Mm. And so this kid has that culture influencing them, but then also their parents' culture influencing them. And so they create their own special third culture. And that's called a third culture kid. And the biggest problem of third culture kids and the I face growing up is the question of who am I and where do I belong? Mm. Because you feel like you don't fit in anywhere. Like, Mm. I got bullied and stuck out in Ukraine, and I got bullied and I stuck out in Canada. And I never understood certain... Like To a certain extent, you understand culture or you understand the language that people are speaking, the words they're speaking, but you completely miss all of the underlying cultural like influences and tiny nuances that most people get naturally when they just grow up in predominantly one culture. Mm. And that hugely influenced me because I was very insecure about where do I belong? Where do I fit in? I became mostly aware of that when I was 12 years old and I'm like two feet taller than most of the girls around me because Ukrainian girls are very, they're dark and petite and And tiny and a big part of Ukrainian culture is being beautiful and being a Barbie doll. And I hated that. And so that strongly influenced me to struggle with my body image. And um, so I really, yeah, became more aware of how I physically looked or felt throughout my early teenage years. And then by the time I was like 15, I kind of had found a balance where I felt sort of okay with who I was, and I was, like, playing sports, and so I felt happy about that. And maybe you understand that when you're a 15 or 16-year-old, and that's usually a point in time, I think, for a lot of people, when they're feeling more confident about themselves, and they've kind of of come out of that massive puberty change that happens when you're 13 or 14, and maybe you...
0: Maybe you. I was a late bloomer. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, just generally speaking, right? And that in general, by that time, you've kind of got the school thing figured out a little bit and ending, like, grade 12 is a little bit closer in the horizon, mm-hmm. right? And so it's sort of a happy place. Maybe that's why they call it Sweet 16 or mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, that's kind of the place that I was at. That I actually had a friend group that was nice to me. It wasn't fighting me all the time mm-hmm. and that I felt like I sort of I had found a little niche. In and Ukraine. you were still in Ukraine. Yes, yeah. this is why I'm in Ukraine. I found a little niche somewhere I belong, and um, we had gone back, like the last time I'd been to Canada for a visit was when I was maybe 11 years old, Mm -hmm. like we go back once every five or something years just to visit family and stuff. And then um, when I was 16, my parents decided to go back to Canada, yeah, to visit, and like, because they're missionaries, that's the time that they like raise support and visit all their prayer partners and stuff like that and i absolutely did not want to go and we were going to be gone for like an entire year which is a huge chunk of time mm-hmm. and but because i was a minor i couldn't like i told them outright i'm not going i want to stay here this is my home i've got like i'm in the middle of competitions with sports and i'm like school's going great and i've got these friends and they were just like you don't have a choice you need to come Ugh, god and
0: what a horrible age to have that happen though I feel like that would be horrible. <laughs> I can yeah, imagine how was, devastating that must have been for you. It was really
1: um, devastating. But I think the hardest part for me... So I'm a very strong old person. And very much like, I want what I want. And I'm going to get it. And, so and to, I'm the oldest as well. Oh, I totally so you understand that. So to be that. told no <laughs> and to have nothing yeah. that I can do with that, that just made me so, so angry inside. Yeah. And I don't know why, but... I'm also someone who... Um, I'm an all or nothing person mm-hmm. and I like challenges and I like it when, for, I think that when things are hard, that they're better for some reason. So I was like, let's just make <laughs> this harder. Yeah. It's so like, well, if I'm going to be in Canada for a year anyways, I might as well go out and get my grade 12 Alberta diploma because school in Ukraine doesn't count for anything. And I'd already been doing like a um, school on, so I'm like, partially, school I partially did uh, like Ukrainian school stuff, partially did homeschool, like traditional homeschooling with my mom. And then p- for most of high school, I did distance learning with a Canadian school. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. So because
1: I knew that it doesn't, like anything from Ukraine doesn't count. And oh. that, yeah, Canada, like diplomas recognized everywhere. So I wanted.